This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, your source to healthy living. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for joining me today. Our posture is one area of our health that is most commonly overlooked. I can vouch for that as a chiropractor. I observe posture every day, and I'm always asking my patients if they sit or stand for most of the day. If they sit, I'd like to educate them on proper posture and ergonomics. And if they stand, it's kind of the same deal. So posture and ergonomics is so important for our health. Joining me on the show is Lisa Skytebor from Kensington Technology. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Well, more and more people have adopted a hybrid work week, which means that they work from home a little, they work from the office a little. How is that in impacting our posture? Sure. You know, I think one of the important things to think about is as a chiropractor, you're always looking at how people move, how people are in, in their environments. And when people are switching up their environments frequently or in an abnormal space, they don't know what to do with their posture. And so from an ergonomic perspective, they're just kind of slumping over the desk or making do with what they have. And so trying to figure out what those appropriate postures and behaviors that we have to have in those different work environments is so incredibly important. And when it comes uh, to the idea of what is ergonomics, I think that's a great place to start. So like, what is it? What does it mean? Sure. So ergonomics is not a mattress company. It's not a crazy term. I mean, we hear all of those things. Um, the most basic form of ergonomics is making sure that the tools and the posture that you're doing is fitting the job that you're doing correctly, that you're doing it comfortably, easily, and not having to apply a lot of effort to that task. So sizing it to fit what you're doing at that time. And so when it comes to like outfitting, let's say you have two offices, um, you know, home and work, how important is the office furniture that you select for your, you know, home office that you're maybe primarily in? So I would throw that back to you and say, how important is the posture that you're doing that task in that space? It's probably even more important than the furniture. It's how you interact with that furniture or those products that are there. There are certainly things on the market that can help you get into the better posture. But as you know, it takes the behavior from yourself to interact with that product correctly as well. I, I like that you threw it back to me. And it's such a good point. And it's true because I always ask my patients, you know, you're sitting at home, is your computer directly in front of you? Are you turning like 45 degrees to look at your screen and type? And I mean, even if you're doing that for 10 minutes of, an, of your day or of an hour, let's say, that's a long time to ask a muscle to stay in that position. My favorite, right? Am I right about that? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> My favorite are the people who stand at their kitchen island and do their work. I mean, I'm all about a sit-stand desk because I feel like you need to have the option. And even in my offices, like my my front desk, um, my administrators, they all have sit-stand option because you get tired of sitting, you get tired of standing. But we need to have that variety in our day because our bodies are not designed to sit for th those prolonged periods of time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a firm believer that the next posture is the best posture that you could be in. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Meaning that <laughs> changing your position often. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, workplace ergonomic assessments. This is not a new concept. 
Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's been around for a long time and it really goes back to when people started being in an office or a set space for a long period of time and they were having discomfort or they were having an ache and pain. And a lot of times the ergonomic improvements that are put in are self-discovered because you have an ache or a pain in your shoulder or your wrist or your back. And you try to figure out how you shift your body or how you shift your setup to interact better with it, to reduce that fatigue or that discomfort that's there. Um, But I would say probably in the last couple decades, especially, it's become a more formalized process of having a workplace assessment done and having a introduction to either a product or a service coming in to help you with that um, revising of your setup itself. And so when it comes to properly setting up an office, now you threw the question back to me, how important, how are you handling it? And that's, and that makes the most sense. So you could have the most basic equipment. You, all you need is a desk, a chair, a computer, um, but it's how you're utilizing those in your day. Do you find that there are ways that we can actually set up those basic things? We don't need to spend thousands of dollars on, you know, major changes in our office, but how we use them is important. So what are you suggesting is the best way to set up a home office? Yeah. I mean, if you are looking at bare bones, how you kind of start from A, you know, to get into that better posture, if you are typically working off a laptop, which 99% of people are, they're not working on a desktop computer. And, you know, we are a lot more mobile of a society is getting your monitor up to eye level. So I would always recommend a laptop riser or something to get your laptop up to that nice level so you're not hunching over, you're able to look straight out. You can keep your neck in that nice posture and not forward head posture there as much as possible. And then also because of the laptop, you don't have to crunch over it all day. You wanna expand that space that you're working. So having an external keyboard and mouse bringing those close to your body so you can keep your shoulders rolled back, keep your shoulders and elbows in a neutral position, and you're able to really start expanding that small little computer to a full workspace that allows you to lean back into whatever type of chair or situation that you're working in at that time. And that makes the most sense. Just having the option of Everything the way I the way I always tell my patients is everything should be kind of 90 degrees. So your eyes should be 90 degrees to everything. So it's kind of like you're perfectly 90 degrees. The one thing that I feel we overlook in ergonomics is um, having a stool under your feet so that your knees are not or your legs are not hanging. Uh, because I feel like that puts a lot of pressure on the low back and we overlook that all the time. So having a stool under your feet, if you have short legs, um, to just kind of maintain that 90 degree posture, I think is a good point to make. Yeah. And you don't even have to be short to have one. I recommend a stool or a footrest for really anybody, because typically if you are a taller individual and your feet can meet the floor at a normal angle, you still tend to pull them up underneath your chair a lot. So having that extra space to rest out in front of you, to have something that rocks is a bonus. Um, So like a moving height adjustable or rocking type footrest is always great. And it improves that circulation. So to keep that blood flow going through your body too. So I always tell people, you don't have to be short to have a footrest or a stool. It really is truly for anyone. And that's a really valid point. And it's also important to note the reason why the moving uh, footrest is is great 
to to get the circulation going. We forget that when your legs, it's like when you're on a flight, a long flight, you kind of have to keep your lower body moving just to bring the blood flow back up to the heart because this way you don't get stagnant blood, you don't get swelling, you don't get that, you know, sleepy foot feeling. Uh, it's very, very important. So thank you for bringing that one up. <laughs> so when it comes to um, sitting and standing, what are your recommendations? How long can we sit for before we should get up and vice versa? You know, there's always the ideal and there's what people actually do. Um, so the ideal really is every 20 to 30 minutes, you should be changing something. Um, so going from sitting to standing, moving your feet around, moving your arms around, it goes back to that circulation. So you always wanna keep that blood flowing through your body um, to avoid that fatigued feeling. Realistically, most people should be getting up one time an hour, but you should be having some of those micro breaks or those fine motor movements through some sort of additional movement beyond just mousing or keying or tapping your foot or something like that. So that's where some of those other movements underneath the desk with the rocking footrest or just simply standing up, sitting back down is always a nice option to kind of reset your posture into that workspace. Yeah, we don't realize how important it is to actually do a little bit of movement through our day. Um, I know most people I recommend, you know, getting up within the hour and doing some simple stretching. And people think that I'm crazy. I'm like, but at your home office, nobody's watching you. And in your actual office office, when you've had to like commute somewhere, you can get like three or four team members and just like put on a timer and just say, okay, it's time for our 30 second stretch. And just to get the blood going, just to kind of get the muscles so they're not in that constricted position for so long, it makes such a huge difference. Those patients that I can convince to do that, they come back and tell me, you know what, it actually works. And a few of us are on board with it. So it's a great little tip. When we come back, the do's and don'ts for proper workspaces. This is the wellness prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 1059 The Region. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Lisa and I discuss some of the issues that we are faced with when we're sitting in our workspace at home or at the office. Um, do we like a commuting, a hybrid type of setup? I do like the hybrid setup. I think that being at home is great because you can have comfort at home. Uh, but getting into an office is also helpful because it gets you out of the house, gets your body moving a couple of days a week, more so than it does when you're home. However, Lisa, there are some do's and don'ts, and we kind of went through them before the break. What are they for proper workspace? Yeah, so for a proper workspace in a hybrid environment, you really want to be able to replicate what you have at each space you work. So that could look slightly different if you're home and you do not have a dedicated office. That could be something more bare bones like we talked about before with the laptop riser, keyboard, mouse. If you have a dedicated office, it is important to have that nice, comfortable setup that you can just go to plug in, be ready to go. So that might expand with something like a monitor stand with an external monitor or having a more comfortable chair for you with a little bit more lumbar support or an adjustable seat or something along those lines. And then going into the office, 
making sure that if your office has kind of stripped away a lot of that office equipment that many offices did during the pandemic, that you are able to still set up with things at your recommendation, which I agree with, of that 90 degree angle, making sure you can view your monitor at a nice eye level height, making sure you are able to lean back in a supportive chair, not sitting in some wooden break room chair all day. Um, Those are okay for really short periods of time. That's great collaboration work, but it should not be an all day solution, no matter where you work. Um, So really having the same type of setup, it's all about the angles. It's all about the comfort. Um, The products just might differ or your setup might differ a little bit, but it really should be ultimately the same across wherever you work. I I like that you mentioned the hard wooden chair because we're all guilty of it. (laughs) Um, In my own clinic, clinics, one of them I'm at most of the time, I don't have an office per se. I just have a room that I can go into to do my charting. And it is, um, we have actually made it a pact where we're going to put a proper, we have a sit stand desk, but then we're sitting, the chair is not great and the ergonomics. So we, and we're all guilty of it because we're always in a hurry And I just like, oh, I just need five minutes. But it's amazing how that five minutes of improper posture can negatively impact our, you know, our our ergonomics, our pain levels, our chronic um, problems. So it's really important. I can't emphasize it enough. Do not sit at the hard wooden chair for too long. (laughs) I give myself a 10 minute maximum. Um, But it's also an issue because now workspaces are... um, you know, they call them a work. um, There's a word for it. And I actually can't remember right now where you go in and you kind of like get a different spot every time you're in. So what can we do? What are some of the things that can be easily transported? Maybe some of the products that you carry at Kensington Technologies that you can bring with you that are easy to take with you that can help you have a productive workday. Yep. And that's where it goes back to that kind of bare bones setup for that hot desking or touchdown spots. I feel like every company has their own term for what they call that space to make it sound really fancy and comfortable, but it all boils down to you still need equipment at that space. <laughs> um, so a couple of things from Kensington that I would always recommend. I can carry it in my backpack. I can have it at home. I can have it in the office. If you have a little tiny locker that you can call your own, um, but it would be a laptop riser. So my favorite is we have several variations of something called the Easy Riser um, because it easily rises your computer up to that nice eye level height. And then having an external keyboard and mouse. My personal favorite, if you are going to invest in a product, would be our multi-device compact keyboard. So it's very small. There's no number pad. It keeps your shoulders in alignment right in front of you. And you can also connect multiple devices. So tablet, phone, computer, all to the same keyboard, depending on what you're working with. And then a vertical mouse. Um, So we have various vertical mice that keep you in a more handshake or neutral position when you're mousing. And they're really not any bigger than a standard mouse. And when I was previously an ergonomic consultant for people, that is the number one recommendation that I would tell people is switch to a vertical mouse. So when you are in the less than ideal position, your wrist in that carpal tunnel area is not resting on that sharp desk edge all day. It's more of that fatty side of the outside of your uh, wrist that you're able to rest. So huge improvement, very small, very cost effective, and you can truly take it with you wherever you go. I love that. When I was on the website, I was looking through all the interesting things because things have changed since I was doing ergonomic assessments like 
20, 15, let's say 15 years ago. Um, <laughs> the vertical mouse, I have to say, I think is the best uh, improvement. Um, just the positioning of the hand. I don't have it yet, but I will be getting it. Um, I think is just amazing because you're right. It takes the pressure off. It keeps the hand and the arm in a proper um, like position. Okay. So the muscles are not being strained. You're not increasing your risk of getting the carpal tunnel symptoms because sometimes people present with carpal tunnel, but it's actually not true carpal tunnel. It's just, we should call it like mouse syndrome because it is really just from using the mouse all day and having those like repetitive strain injuries happen. So the vertical mouse, I think, is the best investment. I mean, it's going to be a saving grace for everyone. So good job on at Kensington. Um, the other interesting thing that, that I feel like a lot of people don't make use of is the vertical, like the laptop riser. I mean, I'm, I'm on a laptop riser as we speak because it makes the most sense to keep everything at eye level 90 degrees because even 10 degrees of flexion in your neck is a lot of strain on the nuchal ligaments, on the anatomy of our neck. So those are two great products that I would definitely, definitely suggest and recommend. Awesome. Yeah. And I would add to that too, just to make sure no matter what laptop riser you use, they all function the same way that you're putting your laptop up at an angle. And so you can no longer use your keyboard on your laptop at that point. You have to have an external keyboard. So whatever one you choose, whether it's Kensington or not, it's great advice that you have to get your uh, laptop up to the eye level, but that means you can no longer use your keyboard. You have to use the external keyboard and mouse to get you in that neutral posture. Yeah, the external keyboard and the vertical mouse, definitely, definitely <laughs> important. So there are some um, tips. You have like five easy improvements to make you ergo happy. We probably covered them, but let's just go over them again. Sure. I probably have 35 tips I could give you on that. But to go for the top five, number one is just to keep moving throughout the day. So you always want to make sure that you are consistently moving. Number two is to have those bare bones type equipment. So laptop riser, keyboard and mouse, wherever you work. Um, so always having that basic setup that you can have really at your fingertips. There's no excuse to not be able to carry it with you or to have that type of setup available wherever you work there. Number three would be to utilize a footrest. So making sure that you are able to have that adjustment underneath your desk. So you do have a different variation in posture because sometimes we don't get up as often as we should. So to have that type of variation available. Um, number four would be to make sure you're drinking lots of water. Um, and so even though that's not a product or anything like that, making sure, again, it's a movement at your desk, but it's also hydrating you and it's going to help you keep you happy and healthy. And number five, make sure that you do really think about your body throughout the day, how you're interacting with the different products, with the different components on your desktop. And if you are feeling an ache or a pain or a discomfort, don't ignore it. Make sure you are stretching, but then you're also looking at how you're interacting with those products and make sure that you visit the website or visit YouTube for some of those tips of how to interact better with those products because you can have all the products in the world, but if you don't know how to use them correctly, then you are going to have no solution to your problem and it could actually add to it. That was, uh, they're all great tips. Um, I like the idea that you mentioned when you do have an ache or a pain, don't ignore it. 
Um, I like your, I like the way you structure that. So you figure out where it's coming from. So how is it like, is it sitting posture? Is it from your arm being too outstretched, using your mouth to the side? These are all little things that we don't realize we're doing in a day. Um, if you're on a, like a phone phone, or is, is your, are you using the hand set and you're tilting your neck to the side? Those aches and pains are a sign that you need to do something about it. So definitely don't ignore those because those tell you exactly what you're doing incorrectly. I don't want to say wrong, but incorrectly. Um, of your all your 35 tips, I'm going to make sure that we add stretching. <laughs> I'm going to add stretching more. For sure. <laughs> get moving, get stretching. I love that one. Um, and most companies actually offer ergonomic reimbursements because a lot of big companies are on to the concept that, you know, their ergonomic, the, the client or the employee's ergonomics is important. How do you recommend spending people's, what do you think is the best way to spend their ergonomic reimbursement? Well, you know, I, I've said it multiple times before, but making sure you have a way to get your monitor up to eye level. So if you are working in just one environment, I would look at a monitor arm. But if you are going to be looking in multiple different directions or working in different directions, that laptop riser is really that key component. And then the keyboard and a vertical mouse is really the starting point depending on what your reimbursement is, which we've seen it all over the map of where you know people can actually spend money. If you have money after that, um, then I would look at potentially having a height adjustable desk or something that does allow you to be more adjustable throughout the day, as well as something to make your chair supportive. So if you do not have a supportive chair, there are external pieces like a lumbar support or a coccyx cushion so that you can really set yourself up in a proper way. Um, but if you have budget for a whole new chair, that's great. Um, Again, you have to know how to use it properly to make sure that the value is there. And then looking below the desk would be a footrest um, as one of those necessary items too. So that's kind of the order I would go in depending on how much funding you have available to you. Yeah, those are really, really good tips. In terms of um, Kensington Technologies, is there anything new in tech furniture and accessories that we haven't seen, that we will be seeing, or that we should expect to see in the coming months or years? There's always evolvements in it. Um, I can tell you, you know, there's probably a thousand ways we can slice and dice a mouse on your desktop. There's lots of different variations. I think we're consistently making improvements in the way that we connect and interact with our input devices, so our keyboards and mice. So making sure that it's easier, faster, you know, more comfortable to type or to mouse. So you'll continue to see some of those improvements that are there. Um, on monitor arms or monitor risers, making this setup even easier. So it goes back to the idea that you can have all these products, but if we can't set them up or we don't know how to use them, people aren't going to. So our mission really is to make them as easy to use as possible. Um, Kensington does have a smart fit system, which basically um, out of the box, any smart fit products within Kensington has a hand diagram and you place your hand on this diagram and it allows you to know where that product should be set up from a height perspective. And that's based on army data to showcase the proportions of people and how they would fit into military equipment. We've transferred that learning to our products so that out of the box, you can really have that 
key adjustment um, for monitor arms, footrest, laptop risers, and beyond at this point. Wow, that's amazing. That's that's like, I didn't even know that. That's incredible that you can offer that for people just to make it easy because I still think as simple as it sounds to you and I, and we've made it sound very simple today, it is quite involved and it's different for every person because depending on height, depending on how you want to sit, depending on comfort level, I think that's that's awesome. Um, I can't thank you enough for joining me today. If listeners want to learn more about Kensington Technologies or purchase their products, how can they do that? Yeah, easiest way is to go to kensington.com. We have a whole host of blogs on ergo tips and other healthy topics around uh, what we've been speaking about today. You can also shop our products there and look where you can buy them in your local area. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me. You can always find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Macchiella or my website, ClaudiaMacchiella.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for listening. I hope this helps you live your best life. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at healthyplanetcanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.